Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? Feeling some kind of way. <laughs> Episode kind of got Definitely. to us a little bit. Yeah. All right. And Noma. How's it going? Not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, pretty much the same. This episode is giving me a lot of conflicting feelings, but for all the right reasons. That's the best. All right. Let's get into it. Ed, let the listeners know what this podcast is talking about for today. Yes. Today we'll be discussing the events of the Bad Batch episode 15, Return to Camino. Uh, we're going to talk about what happened, what may happen for the part two of this episode next week. Uh, if we saw any Easter eggs in this one, what did we see? How many did we see? And what relevance do they have to either past uh, legend stuff or current canon stuff? And if we miss anything, if we said something and you want more clarity on it, and you want more explanation on it, you can contact us. There's a bunch of ways to do so. Um, we have, I think it's, yeah, it's several ways, really. Noma's got a detailed list for you. But just remember, if you don't feel comfortable with any of those, our first option is always a website, and it has mm -hmm. so much on there for you. Yeah, like Ed said, there's a whole bunch of different ways to contact us. Website is definitely the best one. That one is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. As we always like to say, retweeting and reposting our new episodes really does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Reviewing us with five stars on a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. If you missed any of that, no worries. We'll go over this once again at the end of the episode. All right. Thank you guys for uh, giving us a little bit more information there. This is your spoiler warning for episode 15 of The Bad Batch Return to Kamino. And so if you've not seen the episode on Disney+, Plus, go pause this episode, watch it, and come back. Unless you don't care about spoilers, then feel free to just keep on listening. And uh, that's your last spoiler warning. Let's get into it. Noma. All right. So this episode starts where we are back on the... I guess it's like the Mark II or the Mark III new class shuttles, the ones that now have the Lambda uh, top, very large wing. But on that, we have Crosshair talking with Hunter for a brief moment. And as they're talking, Crosshair uh, grabs Hunter's comic and activates it. And Hunter says, oh, they'll know, my team will know it's a trap. And Crosshair goes, oh, yeah, I know they will. I'm prepared for that. And from there, we kind of uh, have them returning to Camino and... Hunter gets a very quick talk with Admiral Rampart, where Rampart's just like, ah, oh, the things you did on Ryloth were very impressive, and Hunter just, you know, obviously doesn't care, so it starts to take him away. And then we go back to the Havoc Marauder, where Omega is very, very agitated, obviously, she wants to get Hunter back, and uh, the team is able to repair the Havoc Marauder just as they get the comlink signal that Hunter is back on Kamino. And yeah, they basically head back to Camino, and Tech is saying, okay, well, you know, all the platforms, or I think it's uh, Tech and Echo, but they basically say, look, all the platforms are going to be guarded by clones. We're not going to get in. 
how are we supposed to do this? So Omega leads them to a hidden landing platform, which was kind of cool. You actually have to basically be right above the water before it activates and they get onto that. And then from there, they are able to take a transport pod that, again, very interestingly, we learn isn't on any of the schematics at all, but they use that to start to head into Camino City to get to uh, Nalase's hidden laboratory. And uh, yeah, while they're doing that, we are getting uh, Crosshair is kind of setting up his own ambush and they kind of... Uh, have a little bit of a back and forth too, where, you know, Crosshair is still in command, but some of the troopers are expressing their concern that they think that, you know, Crosshair's loyalty is going to be with the Bad Batch over at the Empire. And Ramparts basically goes like, eh, you know what, if his plan fails, doesn't matter because they won't be a problem anyways, as we kind of see what he means by that later on. But the whole plan kind of culminates with the Bad Batch getting under the area where Hunter is, which turns out to be the training room from the first episode, and they prepare to go up the um, service elevator, or I guess it's not really a service elevator, but like the elevator to the middle of the training room, which was a weird choice for me, but whatever. They go up there and they leave Omega behind, basically saying like, look, we'll signal you if there's trouble. If there's not, then, uh, you know, then you'll be fine to stay here and stay out of trouble. I also realized I forgot to mention, they pick up AZ. I, I'll be honest, I didn't really care because he's kind of a very minor character. But yeah, they got the the old floating Polis Mossen droid back on their team now. Yay! Yay. Yay. Uh, but yeah, I think the Bad Batch goes up the elevator and they're like, haha, now we have the element of surprise. And they come up and they're immediately surrounded. Yeah, so I loved it. Once, once again, text plans work out about as well as they usually do. And uh, there's a little bit of a, a interesting um standoff where you know crosshair makes them all disarm but then he starts giving hunter a whole speech about like look you guys you're not supposed to you're working as like dirty mercenaries and fringe you know fringe members of society that's not what you're supposed to be you're supposed to be soldiers the empire can do that you should join us and you know everyone's kind of giving all his, his troopers are giving him kind of the side eye being like i'm pretty sure this wasn't the plan but Crosshair continues doing his appeal, and as that's happening, Echo sends the signal saying we're in trouble. So Omega starts to kind of panic, and then she realizes that she needs to do something to help. So she's in the room where all the Phase 2 Dark Troopers are. So she starts to kind of get them out of their um, containment units as one of the one of Crosshair's troopers comes down to try and find her. Um, as we kind of continue to see, Crosshair's troopers are ace special ops forces which means that she that she gets taken out by az of all people throwing one of the basically activating one of the the dark trooper racks to knock her down and uh as the, the appeal kind of comes to kind of a standoff and it eventually becomes a thing where hunter's like look you're saying all these things how do we know we can trust you and crosshair goes like all right everybody stand down and the trooper's like no we're not doing that are you crazy and cross was like oh okay and he just <laughs> fires a single shot that kills all four of them which i was like oh that's not the walls in the training room which was great yeah he, he does his, his ricochet shot which i didn't think he could do with a pistol but i guess he can and uh yeah that was a little bit surprising but i was like oh okay I, they went down a lot faster than i thought they would and he he gives the appeal again where he's basically like look join the empire this is what you're meant for we're all supposed to be soldiers and he has a the, there's one interesting part with his whole spiel like i didn't buy any of his join the empire stuff but he does have this point that he keeps coming back to where he's like 
you guys abandoned me. We're supposed to be a team. You guys just didn't come back to me or anything. You didn't give me a choice. So I'm going to give you the thing that you never gave me. And I was like, that's fair. I understand it from this point. You can kind of see his loyalties. They're still firmly Empire, but they're kind of wavering a bit. But they get interrupted because Omega activates all the dark, Phase 2 Dark Troopers. So they activate, start shooting everybody. And the Bad Batch kind of has to team up once again to fight them off. And uh, as that's kind of happening, Omega then also joins in after realizing, whoops, I kind of activated them too late to help. But thought that counts, I guess. As that's happening, the last surviving member of Crosshair's uh, group basically signals Rampart, and she's like, yeah, it didn't work. Commander lost control of the situation. And Rampart's like, it doesn't matter. Get on the ship. We're, we're getting out of here. So she gets on, flies away, and... After they kill all the dark troopers, they have the standoff once again, and Hunter does the appeal that we were all expecting, right? Where he goes, Crosshair, this isn't you. This is your inhibitor chip talking. Like, come with us. We can get it out of you. We can help you. And Crosshair drops a bombshell on us that I wasn't expecting, which is that he hasn't had his inhibitor chip in for a long time. We don't know how long. In my head, the fact that he then immediately scratches the burn marks says yeah, that it's they burn the inhibitor bird, chip yeah. out of him. Yeah. On um, Bracca. Yeah, on Braca, but yeah, we get that revelation, and uh, that's kind of surprising because it basically means yeah, Hunter, Hunter uh, Crosshair is like, no, I'm I'm Empire loyalist. I always have been. You guys have to join me, and Hunter ends up stunning him, um, and basically being like, all right, grab him. We'll take him with us, and we'll get out of here. And as they're kind of running running out, uh, we get Rampart talking with Tarkin, and basically giving the go-ahead to do what we were kind of dreading might happen, which is open fire on Topaka City. And we get that, of course, the classic Tarkin line, you may file when ready. And as the Bad Batch is escaping, we get this really nice... I wasn't expecting to get hit in the feels with this part, but I think we all did, where they just show a bunch of images of Camino of Topoka City, and it's completely abandoned now. Like, we get the empty mess hall... We get the empty cloning labs. We get the empty barracks. I love like, that scene. That was nothing, great. There's nothing there anymore. Yeah, no, it, it was super heartfelt. And then as they're trying to get to Nalase's lab to get out, the three Venators in orbit all open fire at once. And they just... It says your devastation of Tabaka City. It's not a devastation. It's the eradication where they just start leveling the entire city. And so we see their escape route gets cut off. They have to go inside. Parts of the platforms are falling into the water, like the whole thing's shelled. The support beams underneath, you can see like the beams, yeah, yeah, the lasers going through the water into the, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, um, and yeah, so basically it ends on that where, uh, you know, we don't really know what's happening, but it doesn't look good. So yeah, that's the uh, synopsis. Yeah, they say that with it, they get back into the place and that's it, right? Like it ends when they run back in, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting shit, man. That... What an episode this was! Part one of part of two parts of uh, the finale, as they do with the animation uh, series usually. Mm. Um, but yeah, thank you for the synopsis, there, Noma. Let's get into the discussion. What did you think? You know, we had made a bunch of predictions about this episode mm -hmm. beforehand. I feel like there were kind of a lot of half, like, hey, you got something, but you didn't see the full picture. 
and I think that happened for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole no, you need to join me. I was getting so many Empire vibes at that yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, together we can, we can rule the galaxy. Yeah. Right. Squad son. and son. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so when that happened, I was just like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, so you're you're going like that, huh? You really? It's like this isn't you. And he's just like, oh well, you never knew. And it's like yes, they did. Yes, you do. Look at you guys fight. As soon as it comes, it's like when it was just like, oh yeah, we'll fight together in a squad. I was like, I don't realize how much I missed this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And then taking the shot that dropped like the four troopers in the room. That's great. I was like, okay, that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But you you also need to realize the other one that's gone, they'll come back. What are you going to do now? You shoot them too? Comes back. Mm-hmm. And this is where you said it before, no more. It's just like Omega's been the first like kid character to like, you know, actually take the steps to listen and yeah. to work yeah. on their stuff. And she threw that out today. It felt <laughs> like, or, or, I don't think episode. so. It, I threw it out in the sense where it's just like, okay, if we hit the button. You get back to the ship, mm. get out, you do whatever, you know, there's something to do, yeah. right? Even if she didn't leave, if she was in Atmo, she could be like passing over the water or something to pick them up. But no, I'm going to send 10,000 droids up there because I don't realize what you guys are going to do. And I don't realize now that you're all together, what a super team you can be. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to delay how much how much we, time we have to get back. Because the five, the five of them would have been able to drop that one. Oh, yeah trooper or whatever it may have been but to send all like you you put the droid out and you knock this one out great so it's 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 4v4 now with these guys mm. they ain't gonna lose <laughs> as as much as we've seen throughout the rest of the series if there was anywhere where their skills would come to light this is their hometown you know they're they're gonna know exactly what they need to do and sure enough just by them taking a glance at like the reflective mirror thing at first, I thought they're like, yo, there's a camera. Somebody's watching. It's like, no, there's a camera. Guess what's going to happen? Look how we're standing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, done. All these droids going on. So it's like, ah. I think you activated a little too many. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. No, it's but like, it's interesting. You to send up any at that yeah. point. It's, it's interesting because if well, it's interesting because what what Ed's saying is is kind of the same thing I was thinking too. Where it was like if you look at what she does, like what Omega does in this episode as a play by play, then yeah, it it seems logical and it seems like the right kind of steps to do. But then if you look at it as at, by the end of the episode as a full kind of overview, and I don't think they did this on purpose. I think it was just it just happened this way. Mm-hmm. If she had immediately gone back to the ship, gotten the Havoc Marauder and come back, they wouldn't be in the situation that they're in at the end of the episode, right? Which, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets us into episode, just get out. episode, the last yeah. episode of the season, right? So so you're right, where it's it's one of those things where this entire time, yeah, she's they haven't really used her. And to be fair, well, I'll, I'll say my thought first, but they haven't really used her as what they do with most child characters where they do something that then gets the rest of the group in trouble that they have to fix. They didn't do that, but it is a kind of a thing where this is really the first time where her doing stuff on her own has had some sort of a backfire. I don't think it was a major backfire, but it just, it consequently happens to be this thing. Yeah. But because this isn't a full episode, I, I hesitate to say I hesitate to say it wasn't mm-hmm. a major backfire yet because yeah, it feels good turn out to be. It's just like you know, if we had five, ten extra minutes, we mm-hmm. would have been fine. And even though this was should be lovely, we would have been fine. But oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's not a situation. It's not like oh, we're all screwed now because of Omega, right? It's just mm-hmm. like a 
because of all these circumstances we're now in the we could they could have been a better state but at the same time i'm not going to blame her for this right Mm -hmm. i'm just saying it's 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 jarring because she hasn't done something like this the entire series the entire Mm -hmm. season and like this is the big moment and this is where you do it really yeah it's why i can see why it's a little bit more forgiving because of that like oh it's your Mm. first it's your first big fuck up okay yeah but it's just like this ain't the time for your first big fuck. She's also not a great be... mindset either. Exactly right, but that's that's the thing. Like you know, she, they, she's all messed up, everything like that, and they know he's there now. She thinks they need help, so mm. you can see where it's coming from, and the panic as well. She's trying to blend the most, but her panic mm. wins out in the end. That's why she oversends many. Yeah. Like, I'm getting distracted. Like, well, you know, you realize they're not going to be discriminate at who they shoot up there. Mm-hmm. So the more you send it, and if they get overwhelmed, if the true the TKs get overwhelmed, they're, they're just going to start shooting at ninety nine anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, be conscious of that. But no, it's just yeah. like fire everything, and then you know, <laughs> and that's it's the as much as I hate to to reference even memes from it, but it's the fucking last Jedi more, yeah, more. <laughs> yeah. There, there were a couple other kind of things that I thought were interesting in here where I, I understand you want it to be more impactful with just the Bad Batch, but I'm surprised they just dropped Gregor off and didn't ask him to come with to help. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, he kind yeah. of, he didn't really get them into this mess, but he kind of got them into this mess. Yeah. So it's just like, oh yeah, we left him with Sid. Wait, why? And she was not happy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's just like, why, why, you know, he's a clone commando. He could probably help out a little bit. Yeah. But. You know, um, outside of that, I mean, other little things that we were getting in this. One thing that I thought was actually cool that they kind of gloss over, but I'm curious a bit about it. We basically get a confirmation at this point that, and I, I think they've hinted at this before, but Omega is the same as Boba, where they were they were both born made to be genetically un yeah un, unaltered clones with no age acceleration, right? Because mm-hmm. she she says that she saw the Bad Batch being created, which yeah. was surprising. Yeah. She said, you know, you guys were all made in here. I saw you in the beginning, and then, yeah. you know, I only saw you for a bit before you were put in with the regular clones. And it's like, oh, well, now it makes sense why she was so immediately, you know, gunned for them when she saw them on Camino again. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, my brother is from the lab, right, even if they didn't know. So that was really interesting. But it is cool to, to know that, you know, we're not going to get a, a wreck situation where in, you know, 20 years she's aged 60 years right yeah. exactly yeah. but even even the thing with like oh um experimental unit 99 it's just like you were intentionally made this way whereas mm-hmm. you know they made it seem from the start it's like oh this kind of just happened well they oh, said that, yeah, yeah this is where they accelerated the mutation right enhanced this is, yeah this so the mutation already yeah. happened and they brought them here to enhance it yeah i guess it was a pretty interesting it's... area though because like, it was um Nalase's like private laboratory, like secret laboratory yeah. that she had for experiments, which is really cool. Yeah, I thought it was part of the Camino Camino uh, One program, the clone program, where they had it with all the other stuff, where like they just had a separate section for it. But it's like a completely secret base. It's like really interesting. The uh, yeah, and then we get a little bit of. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter now because we're seeing what's happening to Poka City. But we also get the part where maybe the cell the common Owens were moving around, but we get. You know the reveal that there's a bunch of secret tunnels and passageways under Tapoka City. The tube system, yeah, that, yeah, that aren't on the schematic, so none of the clones know about it. It's like a Camino and only or the Empire get around the city. 
no, no, well, because the Empire didn't know about it either. That's what I mean. They don't know, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, even the Republic wouldn't have known. It was just Camino, right? Yeah. But it's it's an interesting detail. It's it's pretty cool. I love that platform um, that came out of the ocean. That was really cool. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty interesting too, right? And it just brings up a couple of questions like, what were that they using that for? Do Kaminoans have stealth craft? I don't... Because otherwise, you'd be able to see them, right? Mm -hmm. Still on scanners coming in and out, but... Yeah. Um, outside this... of that... Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Go for it. I was just going to say, outside of that, we see the TK troopers again. They're actually... I mean, I guess the Stormtrooper program isn't official yet because they're calling them TK troopers. Yeah. Mm, but... That was pretty cool, being able to see them again. They literally don't do anything in this episode. The one thing that kind of surprised me, I, I you know, it's not, again, it's not going to bug me or anything, but when the last member of Crosshair's uh, squad gets on the ship to leave, she's getting on the ship with clone troopers, not TK troopers. No, so I didn't notice that. Still, yeah, it's, it's, it's got the older clone helmet, so mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised by that. Like, well, okay, I guess we're still using clones somehow, even though they said they were all redeployed. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they were just evacuating the rest of them. There's a few left. Yeah, and then and then also when they're on the Venators, it's not yeah know, officers. Yeah, they're... yeah, yeah. It's still it's still clone officers. It's not coming out or you know not coming out. It's not just generic people, right? So yeah. so the program's still switching over. It looks like, but it's still nice to see that time shift going on. Hey, do you have any last points or other points that you want to go over? No, I go for. It. I'm waiting for the next part before I really <laughs> have sure. any sort of feel. Uh, we'll get AZ joining the team. I thought it was pretty interesting. I was like, okay, we're getting a droid. Finally, get this this crew has a droid that's not the Gonk droid. Um, so maybe he'll come in handy somehow because he seems like a pretty um, knowledgeable droid in terms of like the science program and stuff like that they were working on. So maybe something to do with crosshair and like how is inhibitor chip fried? Is it still working and partially like to give him that imperial uh, loyalty? Maybe I don't know. Um, it would be hilarious if he ended up being more useful than tech. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, crosshair joining the team. Uh, you know, unconsciously <laughs> just well, like yeah, gets knocked out and taken marks yeah. there. um and then i thought it was interesting that uh the that rampart didn't want confirmed kills on the clones because of how as far as, far as we know right yeah at, at least right now because he's still up there yeah. shooting down onto the onto topoka city mm. um but yeah so i'm assuming that the empire by the end of the season is going to think that the bad batch are dead and that's where the new story happens with the Bad Batch in season two because they just announced season two for 2022 mm -hmm. um, at Disney Plus, which is cool. Um, the one thing, just kind of going back a little bit, where we're talking about the, like Crosshair and stuff like that, where, when they have that standoff, there's one thing that I kind of noticed because, you know, like I'd mentioned, it, it was very reminiscent of the Vader Luke scene. Yeah. But the other thing it also reminded me of was uh, Maul and Ahsoka at the end of season seven. And mm -hmm. yeah. They both, yeah, because with that one as well, and it seems to be something that Filoni likes doing, and I don't fault him for this at all, because I, I think it, it it's works really well as well. Well, it's also both times that we've had this standoff in a Filoni production, it's a lot more um, empathic, doesn't seem like empathetic. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell that there's a lot more emotion and kind of a lot more emotional um, weight. Well, and just kind of almost like a like a um almost like a pleading right yeah where yeah it, it was less so with maul and ahsoka but it was still that you know where he says every every step of your life has led up to this moment i need your help to take out yeah. sidious and then we get the the glass explosion and that was beautiful but and same thing with crosshair where he's he's backing up this thing of like look join the empire please i want my brothers back mm -hmm. you guys abandoned me and you never gave me a choice on 
you know, whether or not I could go with you guys. Not that it's necessarily their fault, but he does kind of play that spin on it, right? Where it's like, you guys just abandoned me. You never came back. You never cared. Please just come back this time. And it's like, I, I like the main reason I like that is it's it's so much easier to to, to relate to both sides of that argument. Yeah, right? definitely. With with the Malasoka thing, it's it's like, yes, you can see it. And then you kind of understand why she at first agrees. But it's still like, you know, with Vader Luke, it's like, I understand this, obviously familial bond, but Vader's still clearly evil. Same thing with Malasoka, where it's like, that he's got a good point, but he's still evil and he's going to manipulate you. And then with Crosshair, it's like, ah, damn it. This is like, it's like the band of brothers. Like we're just getting more like closer and closer to just like even higher emotional stakes and higher tension and like, shit, I want this to go either way kind of a thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering really what like they're going to do with, with Crosshair coming back. Hmm. I wouldn't say coming back just yet. Okay. Mm. Again, all these all these hopeful things like keep them keep them tempered for part two, mm. because that could throw us for a whole different spin. Oh, for sure. So yeah, especially that, since. Oh, sorry, yeah, I don't. I actually don't want to call anything yet. I'm just mm. going into it the same way with this one. It's like, all right, wow me, and just just send mm. send this thing off with a wow because we're gonna have Big to bang. wait till March. Yeah. <laughs> right. The and the thing. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Yeah, no worries. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the, the thing that I've also seen kind of online from yesterday and today and just other people's reactions and stuff like that is a lot of people just kind of assumed as soon as they took Crosshair with them, it was like, oh, my God, he's finally back with the Bad Batch. I'm, and I'm like, you're setting yourself up for, yeah, you're setting yourself yeah. up for some pain there because he made it very clear that he's still an Empire diehard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just because he's back with the group doesn't mean he's going to be on their side. There's still that's why I think to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Either way, so is it going to have to tie him up and try and like convince him or like whatever? Right? Like they think yeah, you're dead. Right, they right. try to kill you. Like all this stuff. Right? Gonna have to pull some of that Naruto Takno Jutsu out to fucking essentially <laughs> make him friends again. But because uh, I get the fact that you know, oh, but we saved you, and look, they would have blown you up anyway. You, mm-hmm. you could easily just like I would have done the same. Mm-hmm. You're back to square one. On, on that argument as soon as you have to uh, what's happening so, that's why i think it's gonna be an interesting conversation with the bad batch and crosshair right like he cared about omega he's like yeah if you want her to survive send her away don't let her be with you because you guys are targets right but now that hopefully the empire thinks that they're dead in the next episode leading into season two that is kind of going to weigh down and like there's not bounty hunters after them anymore because the bounties i assume are done the Kaminoans mm-hmm. are dead right well, uh, Cad Bane's bounty is done. Yeah, and well, Fennec Shan was just protect Omega. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. And she, then she she's wasn't still on hold, right? Yeah, and I don't think Nalase is going to be doing anything. Mm. But you never well, know. we'll see. Because the the thing that seems most kind of uh, clear to a setup for me is that in the next episode we're going to get into some sort of situation where it's going to be you know the Bad Batch are for whatever reason surrounded by the Empire and they're about to be executed. And, Rampart gives the order to execute them, and then we get the moment where we see where Crosshair's true loyalties lie. Granted, at the same time, I think most of my predictions for the end of this season haven't been right so far, Mm -hmm. which is good, right? They're subverting my expectations in a good, Good not Rian Johnson way. But uh, yeah, like that's what I see as being the, the most obvious thing that can happen, but I'm really excited to see what they end up doing with this next episode and how they they figure out whether or not crosshair is actually going to join or not yeah i don't see them honestly like what you said there i don't agree with it just because i don't think that they're going to be looking like they're not going to be uh, interacting with the empire face to face 
because Rampart's on the Venator. As soon as mm. Topoka City's gone, they're going to lift off and leave, in my opinion, right? This is just what I'm speculating. They're going to lift off yeah. and leave and assume that they're all dead. And then we're going to see the escape of the Bad Batch. And then, like, a, I don't know if we're going to get the Bad Batch going over to Rex or to uh, Sid or whatever. Like, we're going to have some sort of conclusion for the series season that kind of leads into, like, a cliffhanger for the second season, maybe. Yeah, maybe like so a boba at the end of this or something right yeah you're right so like all, all, i think all we so need is a line all we need is a line from rampart that says send out shuttles look for survivors because honestly true, like, but he didn't really big, give a shit he was like they're just gonna die with the the city well, right? the biggest the biggest problem i've got with uh well not problem but like the biggest flaw i kind of see in what you're saying is that would be a very boring next episode it could if be there's no action you end on something that big and ramp up, and then the next episode nothing happens they just leave and continue well they could leave uh, continue and then something happens outside of the empire's um um control like it's something i'm thinking maybe boba fett might be like it would, a thread it, that's coming into season two now i don't know but why i don't know mm. i'm just it's that's just, the thing that's a thought that i had you you end on such a ju just i don't know just from what i kind of see from how story progression usually goes you end on such a high tension note from here mm. if it immediately drops down to and then they all escaped it's like, well, it, it feel it feels like a cheap shot, right? It's just like, well, why was I concerned this entire week? Like you should have just days. extended the episode by ten minutes, show them escaping. Yeah. Normally they do a full like forty five minute episode for this. They don't usually do a two parter. Yeah, I mean, it's like awesome. two episodes in one they normally do. So this is an interesting mm -hmm. way they're doing it now. I don't know why mm -hmm. they changed it. Well, I, was I mean, hoping season... it would be a bit longer though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean season seven did something kind of similar, right? Where we end with um you know rex getting the chip out and then the next episode is them actually having to do the escape right yeah that's true yeah so it's a new thing they did start doing parallels with that where it's like okay you've gotten crosshair now you have to escape whole episode is death and victory yeah kind of uh parallel but we'll, see. we'll have to see what happens next episode because it's going to be a good episode regardless of what what happens i assume it's going to be a banger of an episode that's for sure oh yeah i, I can't imagine them ending this on a low note it's right? gonna be you know what? It's going to be Alphabet Squadron, last book, ships coming down, Harris trying to sprint through it to get back <laughs> to the ghost. And yeah, oh, definitely. It's oh, going to be that. a thing like that, like where the tubing system now, it's not like the, the ship little pod things are going to kind of go, but they're going to get stuck or stop. So they're going to have mm. to smash them, like slide the rest of the way. But they're going to have to be careful which ones they do because some of them just go right into the water. Some of them are smashed. Some of them are this. It's like, which one do we choose? And the whole building's falling down, right? But if they want to not just get a thing for the crosshair resolution will be like well there's five of them here omega you come with me hunter and like the rest of you take one each and the one that happens to just be smashed up and broken is the one that crosshair has and because he'll wake up by that point i think maybe i don't know yeah we'll see. we will see also speaking of crosshair's unit as well uh something that i i think i'm right with this i'm not 100 percent sure but when crosshair first gets off the ship there's a lot more than five black armor troopers all of a sudden yeah they're definitely like making that squadron a little bit bigger yeah so it, it like and again just kind of going off what we were talking about before it does really seem like this is ramping up to be the death trooper project mm -hmm. so that and that was just kind of a hint for me too right where it was like look we got two squads of them now so that when the four people die it's like well we've still got replacements yeah exactly mm -hmm. they still have people they have that at least the one right mm. um I'm probably more i'm still yeah i'm still a little bit disappointed that they all went down that quickly like they they were kind of ramping them up to be like haha we're gonna slowly become the bad badge too nope one one blaster bolt was all it took to put you down like it's, normal it's a sniper place. round though it's true but out of a, a blaster pistol which again kind of surprised me 
No, no, he took the he took no. the sniper and he went. He he shot the thing. He shot through he, one and no, then he went took, through the rest. I think he took the pistol. He shot the sniper. He shot the droid with the sniper rifle. Uh, he shot the. Yeah, he just had the fun. like the what do you call it the arc trooper pistol I think. And he yeah, yeah. he had it at hunter and then he just took, turned it quick and shot the little like uh, reflective yeah, and, surface. Because that was the other thing that surprised me is is he yeah and that's what surprised me because he I thought when he did the pistol he was going to do just like a uh you know cowboy style like four quick shots right before they could even react but when it was the one round i was like oh shit uh love it okay so good <laughs> that armor is not clone commando armor clearly nope <laughs> any last points for this episode guys um just something that dan originally mentioned ages ago and now i just keep seeing it all the time mm. the visuals oh my god like the, the visuals and the rain was good. I was more impressed when they did Omega's hair. If you guys yeah, noticed that, when yeah. yeah, when when her hair actually comes down from just the sheer amount of rain, and she kind of looks like Boba when uh, when the curls come down, mm-hmm. which was something I thought was kind of cool. So like that rain effect on her hair, little like little tiny bit disappointed that there were, they didn't have any new texture patterns for rain on her clothes. But I'm not yeah. gonna hold that against them. That's that would be insanity. Um, but there's that, and then the you know I thought coming through the clouds and seeing all that water that was nice just kind of stylistically that looked really cool but the devastation of Topaka city that was so like hauntingly beautiful yeah oh 100 percent yeah watching like you can see the blaster craters and you can see there's they did this amazing thing that i was going to say earlier but they cut down to show Topoka City's support pillars, but when the blaster shots are are destroying the support pillars, they cut out all the sound because you're underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get these muted little blaster noises as the the support pillars are being shredded. So good. And you go back up and you can hear it all again, and you can just see. And you know, it's something where I never really thought that something like Topoka City being destroyed would hit me that hard. Mm-hmm. But man, it's it's. It's like watching a small part of my childhood die. Right? Yeah, like that's how I feel. It's and the worst part of that too is, it's mm. like as soon as you saw the venators in the sky, you knew mm. that it was just like, okay, why are they just hovering there? Like, but they already had that like kind of like low hovering, like we usually see Star Destroyers yeah, yeah. do whenever something like this is gonna happen. Yeah, and like, so the, the whole time it's just orbital. like. Yeah, and they go past them in the beginning. It's just like, okay, mm. so they're not going to stop you here. Cool. And there's less like, ships oh. than normal, they said, too. Yeah, mm. so it's just like they got everything cleared out, ready to go. It's just like, all right. And then we see two of them like with the continued fire, and then that, we see mm. the fire of the third one bursting at one point. But it was just like, okay. And they still have the blue and all that, so it makes it even worse. It's even like you're destroying your own home Yeah. at that point. And there are clones that are just hitting, all right, blow up our house. Okay, yeah, cool. exactly. Cool. We're not gonna do anything about this. We're not gonna see anything. But I feel like those are just um, those are just more of the newer batches at this point because mm-hmm. the older batch would just be gone. Because I can't yeah. see any of them being comfortable and not saying anything at that point. Or maybe all of those guys are already rounded up, but I don't know. Yeah, or they they were the ones like Hauser just uh, pushed out to the outer rim kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, and it was. I mean. It, it does make sense when I think about it, where it's like, look, we've seen this thing in Kamino, or sorry, Kamino. We've seen Kamino in Clone Wars, and it looked beautiful there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm sure a lot of us had the same thing, where it's like, dude, the amount of times I've played that map. I was going to say, yeah, Battlefront. Original Battlefronts, yeah. And then even the EA Battlefronts, which has looked really mm-hmm. nice. And just to see all of that going up in flames and just getting cratered and destroyed, and it's like, ah, oh, 
fuck, I don't know. Topoka City always looked like Star Wars visuals always look amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. So to just kind of see that fall apart. Yeah, I don't know. It hit me a lot harder than I thought it was going to hit me. I think it added to the emotion with it when they're oh, yeah. running across that catwalk or that, that mm. path, and then they stop because the whole path is being destroyed by the bombardment. And then yeah. Omega's like frozen and just looking out at like the destruction of her home. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because she's. Oh, when they got to the hangar, basically. Uh, yeah, when they walked out to the hang, like they run out of the hangar and then they're trying to cross mm-hmm. the um, the bridge, right, to the next yeah, to like, the, platform. To the, to the lab, yeah. So there, were, like, you can just see her like processing this whole, like, just trying to figure out what what the hell is happening. Mm-hmm. The home is being destroyed. So that I think that added yeah, to mean, the emotion too. Yeah, if I mean, you want that aesthetic, you still have a Manon. You go there. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and it'll still be in our memories, right? But yeah, like in that scene, even Az has to drag her back in, right? Yeah. She's not yeah. even responding. Exactly. But... Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, and and they knew what they were doing because they had that shot, those shots, of all where the sh- they're showing yeah. all the empty rooms, and I was like, ah, oh, you, you, oh, yeah. love, the bad you manipulative room. bastards! I love this. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, barracks and all that stuff. It's funny and how they build it up. Yeah, right. Like it's it's again, it's one of those things where you just be like, oh yeah, Camino, it's a cool place, and then you watch it burn. And you're like, no, <laughs> my childhood. <laughs> yeah. But the the one other small thing that I did think was really nice is that they show. Uh, the Venators firing correctly, right? They The Venators don't have guns all along the top. They can't do a Star Destroyer thing where they just tilt and fire down. It's yeah. all side and bottom guns, and you can kind of see uh, the blaster cannons right before they start firing. You can see the blaster cannons mounted into the, the side edges of the ship. Start They're firing. broadside engines. Yeah, Artists, yeah. Broadside weapons, sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like the old 18th century galleons, right? And I was mm-hmm. watching that being like, oh, that's such a nice... I mean, of course, it's Filoni. He knows his shit, right? Yeah. But it's like, that's such a good detail. It's like I know we know how Venators shoot. Make sure they're in that position. I just thought that was a really nice little Easter egg. Nice. Hmm. All right. I think that does it for the discussion today, guys. Thank you for listening to the episode, and we're gonna head into the outro now. All right. Thank you for listening to the episode yet again. And uh, Ed is going to let you know how to contact us if you have any questions, comments, theories, or reasons why you think that uh, Crosshair is going to die. Let us know. <laughs> Ed. All right. So we're going to disregard that last little sentence. And if you <laughs> do want to find us, you can find us over at voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, you can email us. We are at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. You can use the subject line, Crosshair will not die. Um, <laughs> Social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at VoiceForcePod. Uh, any retweets or reposts you make with new, about our new episodes, we say, it does help with like, growing our listener base, and it really is appreciated. And this time, we're going to start hashtag Crosshair Come Back. Crosshair Don't Die. Um, <laughs> finally, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And finally, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, soundcloud spotify amazon music and all major podcast platforms if you do leave us a five-star review and a comment it really does help with visibility and we really do appreciate that but if you do follow or subscribe for free any latest episode updates you will receive as soon as they release and then it'll stay on that little green button if you don't push you still have a new episode to watch it won't go away so you know you should (laughs) definitely definitely check it out all right. Thank you, Ed. And uh, remember, everybody, 
loyal to each other, not some empire. You weren't loyal to me. I was one of you. You may have forgotten, but I haven't. And it's why I'm going to give you what you never gave me. A chance.